0: Like I'm on the pot. Okay, we're connected. No matter what the circumstances, yeah. back and be lullabied by Lorena.
1: Oh, for a voice like thunder. When the senses are shaken and the soul is driven to madness, who can stand? When the souls of the oppressed fight in the troubled air that rages, who can stand? When the whirlwind of fury comes from the throne of God and the frowns of his countenance drive the nations together, who can stand? When sin claps his broad wings over the battle and sails rejoicing in a flood of death... When souls are torn to everlasting fire And fiends of hell rejoice upon the strain Oh, who can stand? Oh, who hath caused this? Oh, who can answer at the throne of God? The kings and the nobles of the land have done it Hear it not, heaven Thy ministers have done it
0: All right and we know they have, and a whole bunch of accomplices along with them. And uh, I dare say the majority of them are Sabbatean, Frankist, Zionist Jews. So sorry, ADL. I hate to pin the tail on the donkey, but I just can't help. So somebody's got Go their ahead. somebody's got their mic open, please. We're having enough problems without that.
2: Okay, my. Sorry, my fault, my fault. I didn't set the uh, conference room to show mode, so I'm going to do
3: All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves.
0: El's culpa. El's El's culpa. Okay, here we go. Let's see if we get started here. Thursday edition. Good morning. Hope hope your morning is not cluttered by technical stuff. Roger Sales, your host here at the Radio Ranch, and. It is the September hard to believe it's September, and it's September seventh edition. There's something about that day. Why does that day stick in my mind, Paul? You got any idea? September seventh. Maybe it's just a another attachment some other seventh. There's many seventh days they like seven, you know. So, uh, anyway, we're right. on a number of different platforms. Paul is the keeper of the platform key. And on top of all the challenges that he has technical, technologically in this little setup that we run here, uh, he does know, I think, which platforms we're on this morning. I think. Maybe he doesn't even know. Yeah, I think so. Do you know?
2: I th- I th- I think so. I think I've okay. pretty much got a handle on it. Can you hear me, okay? Right. I'll hear you just fine, loud and clear. Cool. Okay. Uh we're of course on eurofolkradio.com, the flagship station, eurofolkradio.com. We're also mirrored on radio.globalvoiceradio.net and uh, and we're on homenetwork.tv, freedomnation.tv. Uh, we're on Anthony Berry 8625 TikTok periodically and Rumble 1776 ER, the 1776 Rumble. ER channel on Rumble. Rumble. Uh, links to the primary platforms are on ExposedTheMatrix.com. And unexposedthematrix.com, you'll also find numerous links for the free conference call system. We have room for a 1,000 active participants to join us on the air with questions, comments, whatever.
1: Observations. And
2: those links are unexposedthematrix.com. Yes. Now, we're also, I received notice yesterday that we are currently in, uh, in relaxed negotiations Ooh. For the first hour of the Radio Ranch to also be aired on uh, Chicago FM station. So we'll, we'll have the first hour from 11 Eastern to noon on, uh, on uh, Chicago's uh, WBOU. That's good. Sounds and We're working on negotiations for that, do. and that is a stepping stone to a sister station in Milwaukee uh-huh. and another sister station in uh, Colorado, Yikes. and uh, just basically peppered small markets. We're mm-hmm. we're working on a a a simple syndication that can do nothing but grow. That's what we're working
0: on. We're so the, the, the head of that's in Chicago, we don't risk being shot by being on there, do we?
2: No. Okay. And that, and that is from the from the hard work, the dedication and the
0: perseverance. Uh
2: just the 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 perseverance of WDRN productions. Those guys are awesome.
0: Thank you guys. Stay please stay away from those stray bullets that are flying around up there. Uh so good morning. Well, the
2: headquarters for DRN is Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh,
0: good. So okay. well, they're
2: outside. Of, they're outside good. of target range.
0: That's a little bit safer in Fort Collins as opposed to uh, Cook County, I would imagine. So, anyway, Uh welcome to everybody wherever you may be listening on whatever, whatever, trying to find out about your freedom and stuff. I was listening uh, right before the show yeah. as we went up. Uh, of course, I heard talk about it yesterday um and uh showed up on BitChute this morning. Tucker. Wow, Tucker. Go ahead and fire me, boys, and I'll be the biggest thorn in your side you ever had. See, that's the position <laughs> these guys get in. They get damned if they do and damned if they don't. And so they fire young Tucker, and he goes out, and I'm sure y'all heard the, at least the relative immediate after the um, Trump interview that the debate got 50 million viewers, and within two or three days, Tucker had 250 million viewers. So uh, there's the snake eating its tail. It's the conundrum that these guys get themselves in constantly because of their lies and their fraud. And uh, so if you have not heard, uh, Tucker has drug uh, an old skeleton out of the closet named Larry Sinclair. Uh, some of you may not be familiar with this. I remember when that happened uh, years ago, and then he's been gone, gone, bye-bye for a, long, a lot of years. And whether it was his initiative or Tucker's, don't know, but Tucker played a pretty good Whole card here by with this interview from this guy. Now, Paul, you know about Larry Sinclair?
2: Um, heard the name, can't place it.
0: Well, he was a guy that uh, he is a uh, a uh, well, let's say he's an alternative sexual kind of guy, and um, he was uh, in Chicago. His godson was graduating from the naval facility up there and he went up to chicago and he's a little bit promiscuous in those areas and had a uh, limousine driver and told him he'd like to uh, do a little blow and have a little sex and uh, barack obama shows up do you know about this paul
2: oh really
4: oh yeah no
0: Oh yeah. It, well, it's been uh, it's been deep underground for many years cuz they've shoved it down there, you know. And so this was in 1999 and he tells the story on there and if, you know, I guess I encourage you to watch it. <laughs> it's going to give him some real big problems right now uh because of the other things that are happening with Obama, but just for just for background here, well he uh he was in a limousine and uh, told him he wanted to get some cocaine and gave Barack two hundred and fifty bucks and he went off and came back with some blow and they started uh, messing around there in the back of the limousine uh, snorting blow and uh Barack Obama pulls out he uh, Sinclair said I laid out a line and I did a line, and I look over and Barack Obama's got a crack pipe out, and he's smoking it and so then they uh they did uh, what uh nature motivated them to do and so then uh the hotel he said he said specifically he'd ask the uh, limousine driver to drop off barack who the limousine driver knew hooked him up with by the way uh at first and then him second he was out in the suburb there i think he called it garney or something um and uh so he didn't do it he did it the opposite way he dropped off sinclair first and then it's a suburb, had to drive all the way back to Chicago. And the next morning, oh, Barack Obama's knocking at his hotel room door. And same deal, repeat performance. Uh, and then he went away. And the guy lives in Mexico, and he's sitting there watching the Democratic Convention in 2004. And this guy that he's done this with walks up on stage to do the, uh, oh, I don't know what they called it, the highlight speech or something. I was watching that night, too, of that convention speech. And I remember when he got up there and started talking, I said, I don't know who this bitch is, but they got big plans for him. Okay. I mean, he, he made slick Willie look not slick. Okay. So anyway, then he goes through the story. It's quite interesting. I won't go through the whole thing here today. You can go watch it if you want. It's over on BitChute. I didn't quite get finished with it. It was right at the tail end and you guys were yanking on my coattail. So duty calls and you know where I'll be. So I'll catch that later, but uh, hell of a story right now. Yeah.
2: So, so what you're saying is that this guy up on stage made Slick Willie look like a grease spot on a garage.
0: Board. Well, do y'all, I mean, did any of you watch that night? The first time Obama made the national stage, I, I mean, he he is slick, okay. And I just remember watching that night and going, I don't know who this some bitch is, but boy, they got big plans for him. Boom, next election cycle, he's running for president. Meteoric.
2: Okay. I did see some of that, and I refused to watch any any additional coverage of him or any speech. I never watched uh, any of the presidential. Um, things that Obama did because the first time I saw him I noticed neuro-linguistic programming patterns in his speeches and I knew immediately, instantly that I just didn't want my brain to be uh, raped by this guy he
0: is well trained and coached and he's got a lot of natural talent too evidently so anyway that hit Tucker Carlson last night after being dormant for i don't know 16 years or something he tried to he goes into the story tried to contact the campaign and uh one of the first guy that called him back was a guy named don young who ended up being the choir director at that church obama went to with the black pastor and i don't remember his name right off the bat but he got shot He, he was killed uh multiple gunshot wounds close range and uh but he had actually called uh, Larry Sinclair and talked to him, and he they brought up, he's the one that brought up uh, the sex and the drugs. Larry Sinclair had not said anything about that when he contacted the campaign. They evidently flipped this over to this Don Young, who self-admittedly told Larry Sinclair he'd had uh, intimate relations with Obama for years and uh then all the crap started so i'll let you go watch it it's uh it i don't know the effect that this is going to have but that's about all these guys needed right now with all the other problems they got is that being thrown into the fire so we'll see the repercussions right. of it, but it's quite interesting. And uh he even made the comment in there. He said, I think Obama's running most of the show behind Biden. Larry Sinclair made that comment. So you can go watch it, see what you think, draw your own opinions. But uh could be a big ugly, especially now with this death up at Obama's complex in Massachusetts. And uh, highly suspicious, they didn't want to give out any records. Somebody got some records through FOIA. There was somebody else with him, and they won't say who it was. So, was he dinging one of Obama's daughters, or 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 what? You know. But anyway, that story got put put real deep real quick. So, with them, at least potentially lining up. you're Obama don't have well, daughters. Hold on, hold on, Boris. Uh, potentially with them uh, running Big Mike, because that's been floated around for a while. Uh, that's a, that 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 could be a real big fly in the ointment. Now, what, Boris? What'd you have to say about Obama, Boris?
5: Yeah, he, has- he don't have daughters.
0: I know. There's yeah. two daughters that are attached to him. Okay, so. I mean, it's all just so unbelievable uh, that they've gotten away with You're all there. that for this long. Yes, Abram, is that you?
5: Yes, uh, I was thinking that, uh, you know, gay sex and uh, drugs could send Obama's uh, uh, approval rating to all-time record numbers amongst uh, today's Democrats.
0: Well, yeah, but the day, today's Democrats, that little uh, – that little category shrinking pretty rapidly. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know what the repercussions are going to be. It's a real interesting hole card for, for Tucker to play. Uh, and uh, we'll just see what the repercussions are, you know, on top of everything else is going on. So, uh,
3: Larry Sinclair, Larry Sinclair Roger. was – All right, hold on. There was an interview with,
0: there was an interview with Larry
3: Sinclair about um, – I can't remember exactly.
0: Oh, we got cut off.
3: It was a, it was at least it was at least ten years ago that Larry Sinclair first came
0: out. Yeah, well it was more and- than that. It was two thousand four, Nastasha, right after he saw him. And uh Larry Sinclair did a YouTube. Uh he said finally he got po about about how they were treating him and he said I'm, I'm a real open honest person I fess up to anything I've ever done you know and he did a YouTube video of the story and YouTube gave his credentials to somebody and they went in and deleted it you, somebody gave uh, Microsoft his uh, credentials and they went in and got his emails and started circulating his emails all over everywhere and then he gave a talk I think what you may be referring to Nastasha. He gave a talk about it at the National Press Club because Tucker refers to it. He said, I went back and watched that the other night so of course they tried to smear him he had some criminal activity when he was in miami don't know what it was from 80 to 86 sounded like he might have done a little time about it and they tried to smear him as a career criminal and all this other stuff you know so anyway it's very interesting development we'll just see where it goes but i wanted to give you a heads up if you wanted to watch that and uh it's over on bit this morning the whole interview Raj, yes, sir.
2: at At the beginning of the show, we had a little background noise, a little echo that was coming back. No, coming from, uh, no, we Bruce. didn't. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he had something to add or something like that. I had muted him, so I'd like to bring it in and see if he has. All a right, comment. big
5: Bruce, you got Bruce, something to add he here? Something to say,
0: Bruce? You there, buddy? You got something? Oh,
5: no, he just unmuted. It, it unmuted itself. I, I'm not
0: going to talk. Okay. It unmuted. Okay. It, it unmuted All right.
5: It. I just
2: wanted to check. We didn't want to minimize it. It
0: unmuted itself. Jeff
2: Rents used to have Larry
0: Sinclair on, didn't he, Roger? Who? Russ Rents? You? Jeff Rents. Oh. I don't know. I never heard him on there, but it wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, he has resurfaced and he's resurfaced in the big spotlight arena of Tucker Carlson. So, you know this is going to get big legs, okay? Just because Tucker because it's a Tucker interview. And uh, by the way, Tucker evidently is starting his own network. Uh I heard AJ talking about it the other day that they so we'll see as that develops. Man, he he's got to be their worst nightmare.
2: Hey, I Roger.
4: I
6: have got more yes. change of subject, but did you know that Paul English is starting a show today?
0: No, yep. we're over on free talk radios, free, free speech radio.
2: No. PaulEnglishLive.com. Today, today, first program, 2 p.m. Eastern. Really? PaulEnglishLive.com.
0: So he set up his own channel.
2: I
6: think I sent you the data, Roger.
0: Well, you may have, Mercom I'm suffering through this damn portable. I can't hardly read stuff. So, uh,
1: anyway, we well, good he, for he, Paul.
0: <clears throat> Pardon me, Lisa. That was Merka. Oh, Merka. Whoever was going to say something there.
6: He's on, um, like Paul said, paulenglishlive.com, but he also has it on Rumble, DLive, and, some other ones odyssey i think he's
0: on yeah okay well good paul branching out wanting to do his own thing i guess so uh he's a you know as you guys know paul's uh, english is a joy to listen to so uh anyway well that's good to i know.
6: listened to on that on the paul
0: live dot com and he has a little clip about it starting today but he doesn't say like Is it going to be a daily show or a weekly show or I guess we'll find out today. I guess so. Well, we'll all find out together because not too much of that's been put forward. So good for Paul. Uh, It's probably what he needs is one more thing to keep up with, you know. Um, (laughs) So uh, anyway, well, that's good. I'm glad to know he's over there and I'm glad to know he's over. What is the rumble channel? Paul English live too, or just Paul English or does anybody know?
6: Yeah, it says Paul English on it. So okay. I'll send you the data I'll All right. directly to you.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, and uh, good. Well, I just I have a special place in my heart for Paul English. He's a heck of a guy. Um, so where else can we go this morning? We got some of the current event banter out of the way. Are there perhaps any new students on there, people that have questions or comments on things?
2: I have to I have to be thankful for Paul English for for the setup and and the groundwork that he did on getting this program on and getting connected with Jitsi and and finding the platform Jitsi has turned into be a bane of my existence but I have to give gratitude to Paul English for setting it up and getting the show on so I could actually jump in and you know add a tweak here and there
0: yeah uh paul have you ever checked out that google
2: meet spot yeah yeah i did i wasn't impressed.
0: okay well i just somebody wanted to use it that guy from thailand wanted to use it it's first time i had used it and it appeared to be pretty stable I, it had a setting wrong on audio i couldn't hear him but that's not unusual in this setup we got to deal with so, anyway, uh, we'll, well, we'll make it day at a time, folks. Uh, go ahead.
2: There's other options that are coming to light, and uh, there there's another platform. Again, WDRN brought it to the table, and it's something that they're working on, and it is a video conference system that should support up to 1,000 callers. Hmm. So, and uh, we'll have the inside track on that. Um, when and that's what I want is I want a platform alternative to Jitsi. and once we have something set in stone, something st- solid that we're going to be with for years, then I'll start making plans to move people over. But until we find something that I know is going to work in the long term, I'm not going to keep moving people around because we always lose people. Some people like uh, some people liked uh, like Skype. And when you could no longer use Skype, they dropped off. Then you went to Jitsi. Some people had problems with Jitsi, and then in an answer to Jitsi, we added free conference call. Where there people, they were free conference call holdouts. Um, you know, either they didn't like the interface, they didn't like the lack of color, or they didn't like the terms of service, whatever. Um, so it, it's just every single time we ask people to move, it's just a tremendous. Uh, tremendous uh, inconvenience to the callers to the listeners well well
0: people you know people we're creatures of habit and we get into routines and you want to do your routine because that's what you're used to you know it and it's always you've used it that way and when you you know that's one of the basic things that we're facing here is people resist change you know and, uh, man, you start throwing this information in somebody that's, you know, middle age or older and y- you've, you've, uh, thrown a hitch in their giddy up, man. I mean, it's hard to realize, isn't it for the audience there? I mean, answer me, isn't it hard to realize and come to grips with that you've been lied to your whole damn life and that everything you've lived is an illusion? That's a pretty big pill to swallow. But certain, I tell you, people. There are some people that cannot do it. Period. There are some people that can do it, but they're reticent because they're still scared and they're psychologically conditioned. And then there's some of you that want to jump in the deep end of the pool and see if you can shake the parasites off.
7: Yeah, that's me. That's you. Yeah. Hey, Raj. Good morning. Um, Hmm. Yeah, this is Sam. I'm in i'm I'm in illinois uh I, w- I wanted to a I asked Paul earlier he didn't know the answer I wanted to ask you about the asterisks on the uh passport card
0: you mean the stars Sam yes, well, you know it's every all of you and I can understand why you want them to have when you get your passport card Sam you want them to have national and flashing neon right there on it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Well, these guys, Sam, if you haven't noticed, have gone to unbelievable lengths to hide this. Do you think they're going to put that on your card or anybody? Oh, look. Look what I got. I'm different from you. Do you think that's the way these guys operate?
7: No, I, okay. I realize that. But I, I, it, it, it it blows me away. When I've heard about this, I went full bore. I said, hey, what do you got to lose? They can only fine you. You know, whatever. But, man, I tell you, it is such a feeling being free.
0: Well, it is. It's unbelievable. And it's going to grow on you, you know. But on the stars thing or the numerical comments, I mean, I don't know how they operate internally at the passport processing building okay but i know that on certain of those cards there's an internal document which gives a numerical identification for different things and the uh the 3 that we've been able to identify off of the passport card one they had listed as a diplomatic courier i forgot what number that is oh, 09 is A non-citizen national, but evidently they use it interchangeably because a number of people have gotten that, and then there's another one, 77, I don't remember if that's a diplomatic courier or what, another one is an ambassador-at-large. So, we've had people get back different passport cards with all three of those. I have no idea what the stars mean. Okay. And my view on this is it doesn't matter what they say on the damn card. It matters that your affidavit is in the possession of the Secretary of State. That's what matters.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, one more question. I sent it into the IRS. How do I get back to three years? Is it revocation, is it?
0: Uh, revocation so of election. That, uh, All right. Well, I'm going to tell you. Go over and, uh, you know, I've I've intentionally stayed away from that for many years and just concentrated on this status thing. And the reason is because my two teachers were thrown in federal prison for 15 and a half years. Okay? And that was their deal, revocation right. of election. So I kind of forgot about it and uh, one day we were talking here on the inter and it hit me i said well you know we've we're filing with the secretary of state that's the master key so here's what here's what happens sam um in that this is this revocation election thing is what john benson brought to the Patriot community. Nobody else knew that. He had figured it out in the regulations. So that's what they built their little business on that existed for six months. And so when they raided them, uh, most of the students went off into the hills, really. There were just a few of us that hung around uh, and uh, I being one of them. And then we went through the whole five years of that trial and everything else and so I've just always – I found the status thing. It works. I, I understand it. I see exactly what they've done and how they've done it. And so I just never – well, I didn't even suggest people start notifying the IRS until 2018 or something. Okay? It just came, it came to me mm-hmm. one day on the air. I said, we ought to put notice on the IRS, you know. And uh so, the you know, as I say, this is a process. We're we're all learning together, and when some obstacle comes up, we try and skull out a way to do it better, and maybe a different approach, and and we start applying it. So it, it it is a process. But I had never brought that up because of those, and I got three five hundred dollar frivolous filing penalties. They the first few people that went through John's course got big checks back. And then when the IRS figured out what was going on, they shut the gate, and they started sending us a $500 frivolous filing penalty for every one of those NRs that we submitted. Uh, NR is a 1040 NR. That means non-resident alien return. And that is what compounded eventually, Sam, into the $35,000 that these bastards stole from me at my house closing. Uh That... Uh, that incident is a lot of the motivation that drives me to this day, quite frankly, okay? So right. I had kind of just put it on the back burner, all right? And then one day it hit me, boom, we got the secretary of state first now, and now you should be able to do a revocation of election without any frivolous filing penalty. By the way, that's a $5,000 frivolous filing penalty now, okay, shows you that that's right that's the one wood in their bag you know when they want to throw that thing down the fairway they bring out the one wood on you okay and that's what that is and so uh we started talking about it on the air and one of the listeners who's uh, very busy these days and doesn't join us too much named john went in looked at it did it all himself. Never even asked a question or told me that he was doing it. And let's just say he got back in a substantial sum of money. Okay? So, uh, anyway. The guy
7: with the farm?
0: Yes. So, what you want to do, if you want to learn about it, the first place you go is to a website called com. W-E-I-S-S. Paris, just like Paris dot com. Now Weiss was an attorney in Florida that, after John and Glenn got sent up, he got into this and he was helping people do revocation of election. He moved to France and died. So, but the website's still up. All the information's on there, and you can go study it. And it's something that i would like for us to incorporate into what we do for the right people that qualify for that if they want to do it uh simply because and there here's another reason you know you can't sue the irs until the tax is paid so if you want to sue the irs and you have a bone to pick with them you pay the tax first and then you sue them well here the tax has already been paid. You've got your affidavit on file with the secretary of state. They can't object. And if they do, you can take them right to court and bring in. The, and guess what gets to come into the court proceedings? My affidavit's on file with the Secretary of State of the United States. I'm a U.S. national. I think the IRS would pay you before they'd let that get out. Sam, could you do me a favor? You've got a real funky phone. I'm always getting background noise when you're on. Can can you figure out some other way to connect with
7: us? I don't know why.
0: Well, that's I'm why. To it the there. Is that any better? Uh, it's a lot better, I can tell you before you ever even do it.
7: Okay, it was on speaker. Sorry about that. Sorry okay. About that.
0: All, right. All right. But anyway, go to com W E I S S, and go read about it and see if it's something you want to follow up on. I don't, that was the first weekend that I ever met these two guys, and my head was swimming like a sardine in the great blue ocean, okay? Just like a lot of you are. Uh, when you first come in contact with this. And we did that, did all of the application and everything, those NRs, and at the end of that weekend on a Sunday night, late. And so I I literally don't remember hardly any of it. But I know what it is, obviously. And just for the audience that doesn't know, there is a regulations in the IRS code. They'll be over there on weiss Paris, obviously. If you've changed status... Right, if you've changed status, you can apply to the IRS, the Philadelphia Service Center is the one that handles this, and submit three back years 1040NRs, I believe is the way you do it, and they'll send you what you've paid in for the last three years back. And evidently, there somebody wrote me the other day and said, IRS, a bunch of money showed up in his checking account. And I don't remember if he went through the revocation process or not, but anyway, it's, uh, it's a way we can get offensive here. And as we've come to understand, the IR, the, the tax link is the weak link in their system. That's the one that's gotta work for them to pull the whole scam off. And so it's very vulnerable for them. Okay and so anyway I hope that uh, go read about it and see if it's something you want to follow up on Sam and maybe we'll get somebody that absolutely
7: absolutely well
0: you know it's funny Joe Lustica came across a gal that worked for Weiss Paris do it she's still doing it for people and they didn't know about the Secretary of State connection and evidently she's still been successful at it I don't know much more on the details than that and uh uh, I hadn't heard Joe mention her lately, but it's a, it's a, there are people doing it. I know that there's some people. I could tell you who it is, but I won't. Uh, somebody that I worked with recently called me a while back, said I want to talk to you, and it turns out that he had stumbled on this Weiss Paris thing. I don't know, maybe six years or so ago, and he studied it for three years. And he did the revocation of election according to Weiss Paris, and there were probably a few people that did that. And now the IRS is back on him, and he was calling me to say, you know, what's going on here? I'm paying this law firm fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I can't afford it. All this, and I just said, you know, you know, you you have to put the thing in with the secretary first. That's the master key to this whole thing. Okay, And, of course, he didn't know that back then, and now the IRS is on him, and I assume they're probably coming back on some of those other people. And uh, he's uh, he's got himself between a rock and hard place.
7: Okay. The key, I'm, I'm not worried about it. The key but the to, other question – I had one more question.
0: All right. Well, let me make one more comment before you launch off. Again, I'm going to emphasize go ahead, this. The key to all of this is the Secretary of State. He's the lord of the manor in the federal feudal system that has all authority over all matters concerning citizenship. And I believe the reason that he's had that and has it is because since the start of the country, they have always gone to the secretary of state because he deals with foreign nations to issue passports and this little status thing change because he has authority over all matters concerning citizenship. They set him up under this presumption of law, you know, Sam, I remember things stick in my mind and, uh, I've got a pretty good memory, and back in the early days when I knew nothing and I was just green as a spring twig, and I'd stay up reading anything I could read. We didn't have internet back then in the early nineties; it was all books. And uh, I remember reading in Eustace Mullins' Secret of the Federal Reserve, and he was talking about the Federal Reserve System, and he made a statement. He said. The minute they got that passed, the first cabinet office they went after was Secretary of State. And that didn't sink with me that night. It, so much so, it stuck in my mind. Okay? I said, well, why? These, these guys are money-hungry monsters. Why wouldn't they go after Treasury first? because the key to them controlling the treasury in this scheme they had planned was the secretary of state. That's why they went after that cabinet office first. Now your other question.
7: No, I want to say, I appreciate your perseverance. I appreciate God putting it on your heart. Roger, I really do. I appreciate your perseverance because that is the key. And I think what people don't realize is, is, they should try it. All they could say is no. Why not take a well, chance?
0: Well, no, no, no. They can't even. Gets, no, Sam, hold it. Hold They can't say no. It's not their decision. It's your decision. If they say no, they're right, open the tyrants. Well, it. of course, they don't understand that right. principle, and that's why you got to break this thing down. Instead of hitting people with this confusing stuff, you start with basic concepts. okay. What you are and what set of laws you live under is your decision, not theirs. If it's their decision, they're open tyrants. They, they, they're tyrant wannabes. There's no doubt about that. They've cooked up this system where they can hide the fist in the velvet glove. Okay. But when it comes right down to it, I mean, can't you go to any other country in the world if you want to, Sam? i uh, yeah absolutely you can go you can go over there, get a passport, come back and exchange it, go through the expatriation process. They never say no, they've got some requirements that you gotta to fulfill to be able to do it. You gotta deal with the state department. It's going to cost you four or five thousand dollars, and it's gonna take you about six months now, probably, but they can't say no. So why could they say no to you going back and claiming the original citizenship that they've gone to all these lengths to hide? So that's why I say you, you approach people on these basic concepts. Hey, what set of laws you want to live under is your choice, not theirs. And see, that will go to overcoming all the psychological conditioning that these people have received. So you got to understand these basic comments. okay? back to another similar. There's a let me see if I can get some agreement with you here. There's only two political statuses. You're either free or you're a slave. Is that right? What are they going to say? No, there's a third one. Hell, I've put out a hundred thousand dollar reward for anybody that can show me more than one of those two. And nobody's ever come forward to claim it. Okay? You're either free or you're a slave. So you get agreement on that with them. Okay? Say, would you agree with this statement? You're either free or you're a slave. The only two political statuses there are. Well, what are they going to say no? Well, if they, if they say no, you, you, you go out and find somebody else that can frost a mirror. Okay? So they're going to agree with you. Yeah. Well, then you turn around and ask them, well, which one are you? Which one are you? Well, if they say I'm free... The next question you ask them is, all right, well, since you're so free, tell me all the things you can do without a license, a permit, or permission. Well, that stops them right there. And if they say they're a slave, well, I know I'm a financial slave. Would you like me to show you how you've been enslaved and how to easily and inexpensively remove yourself and get out of it? There's two questions that lead to either one of those. So see here, Sam, here's the deal. It's easier to pull a rope than it is to push a rope. So you ask questions, and you get to see if somebody's interested. If they're interested, you feed them. If they're not, you go find somebody that's hungry.
7: Yeah, I I approach it a little different, Raj. I've actually talked to a couple people Actually, hit the federal building, which – they were like so intently listening. And I think the guards were also. And I said to them, and I said to this one guy, I said, you know, I says, you know, you have a right to your property. And, you know, with my case, and I think, I don't know, I, I probably said this before, they would come on and say, oh, you got to do this and this and this. And I said, wait a minute, guy, this is private property. Well, it's an ordinance. I says, for who? And they said, for the city. I says, I don't work for the city. I didn't realize that they assumed that I was a slave under as a 14th Amendment citizen, a U.S. citizen, a resident. I didn't know that. And I kept fighting. I'm like, no, this is private property, not realizing their assumption was wrong. And you made it very clear. All you got to do is let them know, hey, guy, you made a mistake. My name is Sam, not whatever you think it is or whatnot. And that's what kind of started it. I actually was going for Lamp pads because I wanted them off my property. But now this led, to me, led me to so many other things. Actually, the status is probably more valuable to me than the land patent at this point, which I'm in right now. But that's what did it for me. And as I tell people that I say, listen, you know, you have a problem with your door, but you have to go and ask permission from somebody to replace a door, a window. I told people back in the day, I'm like, I don't get this. Me and my wife are pushing a couch around, let's say. And I push, you know, she pushes me, I break a window. Oh, I got to run to the city. Hi, excuse me, can I replace my window? Why do I need to do that? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't ask you for money. You didn't pay for any of this house. You didn't build it. I built it personally. You know, I I maintain the grass and I tell them, look, you want to do, you want the grass cut? Buy it from me and cut the grass all you want, but don't come out of my property. They, I don't think they even knew. Nobody knows. Say, Here's a ticket. Here's you're in court. You're already guilty. Sam, that's where I was at.
0: You've got it. We've all yes. got to take the stance when you get into this and get yourself a little bit acclimated and start getting out and touching people. you got to take the stance that nobody you're going to talk to knows about this. Nobody. That's how it. effectively they've hidden this, folks. They have done a magnificent job of hiding this. And I, I, I bet I get agreement from everybody on this board within earshot, okay? They and
6: Yvonne Rights and David Street are not helping.
0: Well, no, they're not. They're fumbling around on their own, whatever their initiatives are and whatever they're trying to accomplish. I would like to think both of them are noble and above board and are just Ignorant of a lot of these things that I mean, look, most attorneys are ignorant of this stuff. Uh, you, here's a you're talking to attorneys. If you run into an t- attorney, ask them this question What's the legal concept behind the word person? I guarantee right. you, I guarantee you, 99 of a, out of 100 won't know. And why do I, I've hey, asked Robert? all these people this, folks, over 30 years almost. And I've said it before. I'll get you a second, Mike. The only person that ever got that question correct was my attorney in Argentina, and he didn't even wait a nanosecond to answer. He knew it immediately, okay? Only person that's ever answered that question correctly was Yvonne. Now, what did you have, Mike?
4: Uh- You've heard of Bobby Lawrence, right? He's a David Strait guy.
0: I have, I've heard of he's him. Hilarious. I'm not familiar with him at all.
1: Okay.
4: Well, he's on TikTok. Somehow he found me, and I don't know how he found me. Maybe because on my uh, profile page, I got that liberalism is living at somebody else's expense. Right. That's what's on my profile. And uh, he contacted uh, David Strait, and he's got him a new. TikTok called the official David Straight, and he's tagging me, and I I I just went on his TikTok, started looking at it, and he's got after you put your affidavit of uh, repudiation and then buy the four hundred dollars freedom package. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you got your freedom now. You only spent four hundred dollars,
0: right? Well, and you know, and I've heard different comments from people about it, but I think. One of the most um, interesting things was this came up last week, and uh, I forget who it was. May have been you, Sam, as one of our newer guys. Might have been that it was uh, Brady from Wisconsin, who may be with us today. Uh, and he had followed David trade initially, and his his brother is a Navy SEAL. Brady's brother, I believe, was a Navy SEAL, and so he contacted somebody his brother recommended and said, could you go back and trace David Strait and see about this Navy SEAL thing? And he said, this guy was not only not a Navy SEAL, he's never set foot on a military installation. I don't know where that comment came from. But, you know, I've, I've been very suspicious of Mr. Strait for a long time, and I would tell him straight to his face uh i'm a texas ranger i was an attorney for trump i was a navy seal this guy's got uh, delusions of grandeur i mean i can honestly tell you folks here i've been on the air for 12 and a half years i've never lied to you about one thing ever and, and won't okay because it's the lies that are at the basis of all of our problems. And once you get into this and you start tailoring your life to this information and the, the, it changes you, you know, and I don't I don't want to lie to anybody. I don't want to steal from me. I don't want to cheat anybody. I want to try and live as righteous a life as I can. So that bothers me. The thing that bothers me about Anna Von Wright's is I've caught her giving out real erroneous information. This is a few years ago. Maybe she's got straightened out. Maybe her intentions are honorable. But I've got serious problems with somebody that talks about the mothership that's circling the earth and that has direct connections to the pope who, by the way, the other day made a public statement that we need to phase out fossil fuels. That's the Pope. I don't know if God told him or not, but anyway, he told us. Okay? So and a deal and it came from a personal experience with my friend Tom Schramm who, uh, we were puppies together in all this research stuff years ago, lived close to each other up in the mountains in North Georgia for a couple of years and all that stuff and Tom had You know, Tom is one of these people that, no, I don't have to deal with them. I can deal with it here in the state. I don't have to deal with them. Well, yeah, you do. Okay. And so he had been real active in court cases and stuff like that around Georgia and muddied the water a whole bunch for himself. And uh so uh, finally he decided to not listen to me. He used to be on with us on a, some sort of a regular basis years ago. So he wasn't going to listen to me, and so he went and became Anna's uh, Georgia State coordinator. And so uh, he was telling Anna about the problems he was having with his 16-year-old at that time son, Joshua, getting a passport because he would kept him out of no birth certificate, no Social Security number, all that stuff, thinking all those things are the nexus. But he was 16, and he needed some ID. And so he tried to get a passport, and he had a lot of problems with the State Department on it, uh, about the only pro- person I've ever known that had two, very many continuing problems with him. So he called up Anna, and Anna said this. said, well, Tom, why don't you go down to the Secretary of State of the State of Georgia and get a passport, a Georgia State passport? Well, Anna, how about that the states have never issued passports? How about that?
6: Do you remember, Roger, that I mentioned that she was um, asking for people's birth certificate?
0: Yes, she's asking them to do a power of attorney on their birth certificate stuff. I'll tell you another strange thing that happened with Brent. Go ahead. When Brent was up, he's made several trips up to Alaska. He's got a friend up there, and they were going around the country or the state of Alaska doing talks against Common Core, the school curriculum. And at one of the talks he was giving, I think in around Palmer, Wasilla up there, um, Anna Von Wrights came in during the talk, went to the back and bought his common law book and maybe a couple others paid for him and left never listened to him speak i mean if you're got somebody that's a, a, i mean you know let's admit it Brent's is probably one of the experts in the country on the common law okay and you got that guy in your town and you walk in and buy a book and leave without and i don't know she might have had other pressing obligations um it just seems strange to me that she wouldn't Stick around, hear the talk, and go up and introduce herself and talk to him. But she, I can
3: add to that.
0: Oh, okay. Well, go ahead.
3: Yeah. No, well, I'll just state that I mean, over a year ago, um, Brent provided a reduced rate for um, within the Anna Bond Rights community. So, from what I've heard from Anna, you know, she reads the material, she wanted to read the material. I don't know specifically on the purchase of that book, but wanted to read the material. She likes to read the material first, but um, I don't know, a year and a half ago, you know, they had a reduced rate and he provided them with, you know, a, I'll just say a private class because it was for the community within the assemblies that wanted to take Brent's course. So, they're involved with Brent.
0: Okay. Well, and I, I
3: just wanted to set that straight. So, okay. Well, I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind people having problems with people, but I mean, I just want to correct information with okay. what I'm aware well, of. And oh, so she supports Brent and he's given reduced prices for his classes okay. to assembly quote well. members. Uh-huh. Um, so they're well, uh, involved with friends okay
0: yeah. well I guess we can draw from that Nastasha that they're at least getting some correct information right
3: I, I think they have a lot of information that's correct okay so I mean you know I mean I have friends within the traditional assembly within Los Angeles and I think a lot of the problems that also pop up are individuals, um, just like within this community, individuals that don't have the correct information, but yet what they do have, they share, and some of it may not be correct. So I, I, I'll just state that much.
0: Well, so, and I'd um, just reiterate that I, I'm a glass-half-full guy, and I'd like to think that these people's intentions are noble and good. But some of the things I hear, I... I have to shake my head at so I concentrate on our stuff I don't go study other people's stuff especially when I know that they don't really know what they're talking about and giving out bad information I'm not going to spend my time going and chasing that so that I can point out where they're wrong I'm going to concentrate on what I know is right and try and teach you guys the correct and simple way to understand and and follow through and teach others about this because it's really simple man and the the over writing comment I get from Nastasia from the refugees we get from those two is God this is so easy hey, uh, that stuff is so hard well that's not the way to accomplish something on a grand scale is, is when it's difficult
3: I'm not disagreeing with you all I'm saying is that um, because I've I- I cut off I have my own issues that I don't agree with, but what I just wanted to state was I wanted to make that correction because I think, you know, it just, there's well, corrections. That's good. To that. So that's not, I don't think, you know, bad information about. Well. You know, proper bad information about other people is one thing, uh-huh. but when it's not correct, it's another. Well, I, So I just wanted to bring uh, that up.
0: Well, I'm glad you did. All I ever knew, I never there knew.
3: They're involved with Okay, so.
0: well, I didn't know that, and I'm glad yeah. that they're getting some correct information, and I just thought it was odd, and of course I said they could have been extenuating circumstances, that here's a guy up in the rural part of Alaska, and you don't even walk in and listen to the talk or talk to him. You just buy a couple of books and leave. So that just seems strange to me cuz I I would have been hanging around and listening and talking to him before I bought and read the books. Okay? But anyway, that's just an observation, Nastasha. Okay, so no, thanks and, for And I no problem. I just want to make that clear. Okay. Well, I'm glad that, that like to I, to I said
3: that piece of information.
0: I'm glad so. some of them uh, have uh, access to to really that I know is solid information. Okay. I don't know about their processes. Uh, Anna sets up some kind of a website where you can register yourself or something. And supposedly that's going to have some effect. Uh, I mean, I see, I don't understand what they're doing. And quite frankly, I don't want to understand. Because I want to be simple, concise, to the point with something that we know works. Okay. And that's what we do here. So anyway, that's, uh. You
1: know, they talk.
7: You know, they talk about that Cesta trust in different groups. I wonder if Anna's
8: trying to steal people's Cesta trust based on getting access to their birth certificate. I but
0: wonder if I, she's really trying to could steal all you, those people. Could you show me where the Cesta trust is uh, associated with the 14th and 13th Amendments?
7: Well, I don't see it. I just. It was based on maybe well, see, the the, again, this is this.
0: something that people, I think, my opinion, my opinion, reach back, they find something they don't understand what they're dealing with, and this looks like it might be something that they can connect, and they connect it to something, and from then on, it's the gospel.
7: Well, maybe she's thinking that that might work, and she wants to steal everybody's uh, trust.
0: Money. Boy, I have no idea. I don't want to put any evil motives and intents on the gal. I just know that her stuff is confusing. I don't believe she really understands what's going on. And uh, there's and the other thing where I really disagree with her is the uh, the assembly thing. I'd love to see you guys get together, but I want to make sure everything's on everybody's on the same page first. Uh, that's big. Ron Avery's big stumbling block he thinks we're anthumpers they think we're going to be freed as a group can you imagine the confusion if everybody was free as a group and didn't understand these principles
6: exactly roger i was thinking about that i'm like the new students that are coming in looking for correct and accurate information and being misled to more information from anna and david Strait, it's like they're just going to get confused
0: and are not going to
6: have accurate information.
0: What I hear about, then, secondhand, I, I admit it, from the assemblies is, oh, they got some guy, and you've got to take this test before you can join, and all this other stuff, and now... You got people who aren't on the same page. It's not simple, it's complex, and that's where you get a lot of the dissension within those assemblies, I believe. I don't know, I'm speculating, okay? But well, that's why I got, I believe that your freedom is an individual deal. And if we can get a group of people who have individually taken this move and learned this information and gotten things straight in their mind, we can have a hell of a group then. But to try and take people that uh, are not on that page and throw them into a group is going to cause a lot of confusion and and inner inner uh, uh, inner dissension. And from what I've heard, that's what happens in some of her assemblies. I don't know if it's all of them. I just don't concentrate on Anavon rights, folks.
6: Right, exactly. Um, and that the main thing is, like, and when people do go to the other groups, you know, the first first thing that happens is that they're taking advantage of money-wise. They're paying for things that they probably shouldn't have to pay for. You know, um, the birth certificate thing, I'm not sure what the hell is going on with that. Well, um they're controlling something that that's under their estate. You know, um there was another person that he speaks about sovereign, you know, sovereign um guidance. He's guiding people regarding the history and stuff too, and he's pretty good. But he even says, I would not go, you know, let you know, anybody or encourage anybody to use Anna because it's kinda like what the bankers are doing, the elites, and people controlling other people.
0: Yep. So I think this is an individual matter. It's between you and God as to what you want to be free. You want to be under his laws. Or you want to be under these bandits' laws. I think that's a pretty easy decision for all of us, but that's your decision. It's not a group decision. I would, you know, one of my, uh, encouragements here is to see that we're growing, uh, to the point where we've got people like David, Dan Minsk in Southern California. We've got Gary up there with over 50 people a week in Flathead County. And I'd like to see that spread, you know. Uh, but it's a one at a time deal it's like you know the old saying, Merca. you eat an eat an elephant one bite at a time you got that's what you got to do with this and it's an individual deal now after we get some strong individuals that are all solid then you can have a hell of a gathering okay but you're all on the same page and you're all with the correct information and you're all in sync if you will right okay so uh Roger. yes
8: Yes. Father Samuel, um, I spoke to somebody the other day I won't use their name Because I, I don't know if they want me to So, um, But that person said They read all of Anna Ron, Von Wright's Literature and stuff And went through everything Really thoroughly To get a feeling for where she was coming from And I asked him the one question Did she ever mention Jesus Christ? And that was a big fat no Zero
0: Talks that about one. the Pope though
5: yeah, well, there you
0: go. That supposedly, evidently, she's made the statement she's got a direct line to the Vatican and the Pope, from what people have told me. Well, that's, that's enough Catholic- Well, that's enough to, to, to turn me around right there. I know that's this Pope. Catholic- he's from Argentina. I know what he did down there. I know he's the first Jesuit Pope in the history of the Catholic Church, folks.
6: Catholic and Merchant Law. Okay.
0: So, anyway, not to get off on that jag, Sam kind of got us down that road. Does anybody have anything constructive this morning? I don't like to sit here and talk about other people necessarily. You know, the old uh, Murr's not with us today, so I can get it right. Um the, You know, one of the quotes that really turned me in the correct decision here, is, and, and that is, there's Daryl showed up. Uh, and it's attributed to the most unlikely of sources, and that's Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt, of all people. And her statement was, small people, small minds talk about people, medium minds talk about events, but large minds talk about concepts. And when I stumbled on that quote and started using it over there when I was with Bennett, And it started sinking in on me, and that's kind of when I switched over to this understanding of how important the big concepts are here. So that was that little quote, small minds talk about people, medium minds talk about events, but large minds talk about concepts. So my question is, which one of them do you want to be, (laughs) Daryl? I think we know which one Daryl chose. You got mic problems this morning or something, man? Well, you don't usually show up just to hang around.
6: Yeah, he has to refresh probably.
0: Well, whenever Captain Daryl gets communicable, we'll communicate with him. In the interim, does anybody else have any questions or comments? No?
2: Daryl's unmuted. Yeah, but we don't hear oh. anything.
0: All right, oh. hold on. There's a hey, Raj. Who was that?
7: That was me, Sam. Oh, let me get out for the speaker thing. Gosh, wait. Um. Okay. So the other question I had for you was the, um, Social Security. Yeah. You had mentioned something about that too.
0: Yeah. You want to see? Your, there's no so job. That- well, I mean, it's a it, it, any. Let's put it this way: anybody in the world can contract with Social Security. Did you know that, Sam? Okay. Any country?
7: Well, do I? No, no, no. Don't
0: uncontract with them. You've paid into that fund. What do you want to not have that? I mean, granted, by the time you're getting it, it might not buy much the way things are going. But uh, you've paid into it your whole life. It doesn't have any repercussions on you. I gave them my affidavit when I opened my Social Security account 12, 13 years ago, however long it was. And uh there's never been a blowback from anybody about it. This is more of this. Social Security number is the nexus. It's not the nexus to the system. The nexus to the system is domiciled at the Secretary of State's office.
7: Okay, so they basically hold on to your money and give it to you little by little. Is that what they're doing?
0: You mean what, Social Security? Yes. I mean, Sam, how old are you?
7: Um, fifty
0: nine. You don't know how these guys work yet. You pay in for forty quarters. Your employer contributes half. You contribute half. When you get to be sixty two, you can apply if they haven't changed that. And uh, that's what I did. And uh, I'm—I tell you the truth, man. Mm-hmm. I'm damn grateful for Social Security because I hadn't had to sell gold to live for the last thirteen years, and I hate selling
7: gold. Okay. So I was self employed. I didn't have anybody pay for me. I paid for it in my own. Yeah, well but you. I'm not understanding Yeah.
0: Well no, go ahead. You're not understanding what?
7: Well what would be the advantage what would be the advantages and disadvantages of having them?
0: well well, i can tell you my standpoint is here i'd have never taken that piddly amount out of my checks every however often i got them and saved it where i'd have something to fall back on and now even though i agree they steal most of it uh it's a i'm 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 very happy with it put it that way okay Mm -hmm.
7: but what if you didn't have to depend on it
0: well, I don't have to depend on it, but to do that, I got to sell gold.
6: Daryl says his, um, headset's not working. And then he wrote SS is a, Jeez. an annuity.
0: It's an annuity. It's what it is. You pay in for 40 quarters. After that, you can draw out whatever you qualify to draw out. If you've got an account, Nothing you take out is considered a benefit. What a benefit is is some of these illegals that are coming across the southern border and getting $2,200 a month that never contributed anything. Then it's a benefit.
7: So where are you unclear on this? Go ahead. I'm sorry? Go ahead. who, Who better to control your money other than yourself
0: sam i was uh, uh you know i mean this is when we were all in our 20s and 30s man you didn't think you had a choice but to do
7: that okay so there's no why okay all right
0: but there's no
7: so we signed up for it and now we have to finish the contract
0: well have you paid in 40 quarters If you paid in 40 quarters, I think you could probably stop, but you'd have to make sure with them. Now, the problem people have got in the future was uh, what the old senator said when I saw him being interviewed about about Social Security. And he said, oh, don't worry, they'll get paid. He, hey, what Roger, he, what he did, on that what local he local didn't. Oh, all right, hold on, Mike. What he didn't say was Sorry. it might not buy anything, but we'll pay him. Go ahead, Mike.
4: Okay, <laughs> there's two ways to do it. The first way, you can actually send a, a, a form to the Social Security, but the catch on that one is that you forfeit everything. Oh, the next one. What do you mean, I forfeit is everything? Just, uh,
0: what you paid in, evidently.
4: Yeah, you forfeit everything. You don't get nothing. Okay. The second way is to fill out a W 8 B E N and not use your Social Security number. Then you won't get any FICA and all that taken out of your check.
0: Now, you can do that. You can stop paying in, Sam, if you're still paying in. Okay. But I don't okay. understand your concern. Is your concern that this is somehow a nexus
7: to you? Um, no. I, I, well, no. I just I didn't want to have to contract with them anymore. I want to kind of, you know, kind of pull myself out of everything okay. if I possibly could. And if it's money that's owed to me, it is. Why shouldn't I get it early? But if I, well, if I apparently, if I, did, you know, if I kind of pull myself out, they'll end up keeping
0: it. Well, they're not going to give it to you. they're not going to give it to you early in a lump sum if that's what you're looking for. Okay. The
7: fuck so are what the fucking doing? Okay.
0: What, Mike?
4: Uh-uh. I'm sorry, I'm driving.
0: Um. So I'll tell you a story, though. I'll tell yeah, you an interesting story. Right
5: on the, on the way. Uh,
0: uh, we crossed the Carlin line there. Um, I'll tell you an interesting story okay, that I heard. My, that was
5: my question.
0: That I heard Neil Board's talk about on his show years ago, um, when they floated. You know, Social Security was turned down by the by the Congress when Roosevelt tried to float it, and evidently the way he got it in was through a treaty. Okay, and so um, the. Um, the In those days, there was an out in the Social Security law for cities and municipalities. If they wanted to start their own parallel system, they could. And there was one town in the U.S. that did that. And it was some little town down around Beaumont, Texas, somewhere in that area, uh, uh, down around the Texas coast. And... There today, the people that were the garbage people and the water people, Sam, get $120,000 a year.
7: Wow. Okay.
0: Okay. So what they're doing is they're fine. Okay, Mike. We got got it. Uh, Now, evidently, they steal. You send it to them. They steal 90%, and they send you back 10%. But you know, again, I'm very happy to have it. All right, so it's made my life a lot easier for the last 12 years. I know it's a Ponzi scheme. I know all the bad stuff about it, but I'm grateful for it. And the reason for that, I'd have never save that money back when I was a kid—two, four, five dollars a week, whatever was taken out. I don't remember. But hell, I wasn't making much money back then—two fifty an hour as a radio disc jockey. The The paycheck doesn't Roger. get real big at those rates or those hours. Yes, Paul.
2: Perfect. I think I can speak on this. Social security is an annuity. You pay into it for 40 quarters. So you pay, you contribute to social security a few bucks a week for 10 years. And when you apply for social security, they take your previous five years and your average income over that period, and that is how they decide figure. how much money you're going to get. That's right. That's so right. If you file a W-A-D-E-N and you quit contributing to it, they quit getting the information on how much money you made. They've got no idea what to give you, so they're going to give you the very lowest amount. If you file a form with the social security and backing out of the system you lose everything that was paid in and you know you go your well, separate way well you know back if with that, if with that, do it.
0: when i was a puppy in this stuff and the and people thought that that was the case it was the nexus i revoked my signature and hell they didn't it never even got brought up when i opened the account okay
2: that's because that's because the account was created when you applied for it. There and and when you did that you lost control over that account. They're still trading that money. Those there's still bonds on that. I'm
0: sure that's probably it's still true. There. I it, don't care. They send me right. a little pittance of an amount that I can live on every month without having to sell gold. And I'm happy about that. Hey, well. okay. Yes.
2: Okay, I know I know a guy. I know a guy. I know we got somebody else who wants to get in here, but I want to I wanna make this one this one example first. I know of a guy that tried to bail out of the social security system. He gave back the social security card, he mailed it back to them with with an affidavit saying, I hereby declare that I am rescinding my agreement with Social Security. I do not wish to have any further agreement with Social Security whatever in 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 permanente, whatever, whatever the hell. And then some years later, he had to get a job, and that job required him to have a Social Security card. So he filled out a Social Security application, he sent it into the SSA, and guess what he got? He got back a Social Security card with the identical number that he had rescinded years earlier. Right. It never goes away.
0: Right. I, I kind of agree with that. Who was trying to say something there?
4: This is Mike. That's I remember back in the 90s, I used to get a, a something from the Social Security every year saying how much I've contributed. Right. I haven't received that in about 10 years. Right. I don't know what's going on.
0: You can. Uh, I'm sorry you...
4: about that, Justin. I was driving and an Amazon driver was being stupid
0: okay that's all right they're they're an equal opportunity yeah, right. they're an equal opportunity employer
5: mike you're yeah. traveling
0: you know what they're trying to ding elon musk on right now is some obscure law against uh, that he's not hiring foreigners <laughs> some clause in some law they passed somewhere i
4: have read about that it's specifically spacex And he's already come out and says that I have government contracts. I can't hire foreigners. Right. They have to be U.S. citizens.
0: Right. Right. And it was with SpaceX, not with Twitter. Boy, he's got a pissing match going with the ADL. There's Daryl. He's got a pissing match going with the ADL right now. Hey, Daryl.
8: Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad they're, they're fighting out in public It. uh, I think uh, the ADL might actually win the Leo Frank Award. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: so. Well, I'll tell you, they got a pretty good yeah. habit of losing discrimination lawsuits, and I think that's what Mister Musk is about to pop on them for. What was the amount? Twenty-two billion dollars.
8: Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's uh, it's a spectacle. Yeah, it's a spectacle. Hey, uh, I, I know you're talking about the uh, SS thing, which well, kinda. Uh, is a good conversation conversation to have uh, sort of on, a, uh, on, the, on the lazy Susan of topics. You know, it just sort of goes around. Did, did you have a lazy Susan <laughs> in your house when you were a kid? I have, I
0: have had those at times, yes, especially during yeah, hol- holiday festivities.
8: Pass the cranberry sauce, and you spin the <laughs> you spin the big roulette wheel in the middle of the table. You know, and you know if you're if you're a ten year old boy in Iowa, what you want to do is see how fast you can spin it, and uh, stuff goes everywhere. Throw so it on! Anyway. Throw
0: it on all the dining. Oh my god! I've done, <laughs> yeah. I've done that.
8: Oh yeah!
2: I've done that. Oh my god! I've done that. Yeah. Minnesota must be close yeah. enough to Iowa for that to be a thing. Yeah.
8: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, you know, some children never grow up and I I do my best. So, uh, you know, I was, uh, you were talking about passports and uh, it provoked me to uh, do some searching. And I found on uh, Internet Archive, uh, which is available to everybody if you want to go look at it. Uh I typed in passport applications, and what came up was uh microfish from seventeen ninety five to nineteen o five Wow, okay how about that mm-hmm. and you can look at you can actually look at the how how these were applied for and filled out, and uh who they were addressed to and uh there's a lot of them there. Uh they're in a lot of a lot of cursive writing which can be uh Difficult somewhat inscrutable. Right. But, yeah. But uh not everybody writes like my mother. She had beautiful, beautiful writing. Uh but um they're all addressed to the Secretary of the United States of America. Yeah, well
0: that's what the hat he holds he still wears that hat. Uh and he doesn't drag it out of the closet the, too often.
8: And, and then I, I found this other thing here, and I, I think you'll find this interesting. Now it's it's in the National Archives, uh, and it says uh, passport applications. Now this is interesting. I've never heard this before. <clears throat> okay, and it says, well. Uh, limitations many u.s. residents traveled overseas without holding a u.s. passport for two main reasons the first one was they're not required as a general rule until 1941 Mm -hmm. ding 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 u.s. citizens were not required to have a passport for travel abroad wow now the the exceptions to the general rule, passports were required from August 19, 1861, to March 17, 1862, during the Civil War. Now you had to have one. Pass more passports were recommended but not required by President Woodrow, Ama Kami Wilson's. Executive Order 2285 of December 15th, 1915, which stated that all persons leaving the United States should have passports. Uh, Passports were required from May 22nd, 1918, 40 statutes at large, 559, until the formal termination of World War I, in 1921 by treaty. So during during World War One, uh, it was required for a couple of years. During the Civil War, it was required, and uh, but then but then for some reason, uh, listen to this: passports have been required since the passage of the Act of June 21st 1941, 55 Statutes at Large 252 and subsequent legislation. So what happened in 1941?
0: Well, we're right in the middle of the war at the start of it. And how about them solidifying their little slave scheme and hiding the presumption in the passport application in that year? Fits right into the time frame.
8: Now here's a here's an interesting path. I'm just reading this for the first time It says exceptions to the general rule Aliens Who had declared their intent To become a naturalized citizen Could obtain a passport Pursuant to the act of congress Of March 3rd 1863 12 statutes At large 754 Which was repealed May 30 1866 Ooh Fourteen statutes at large. Few passports were issued under this law. However, um, that's interesting.
0: See one of the applications so, for
8: it. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, just in the general. So you know, in our in our contemporary minds, we we would be under the impression. Uh, I'm reading right off this official. Website that uh, uh, you d- you didn't have to have a passport. Yeah, no. Uh,
0: no you the early passports were nothing but letters, like letters of passing. This is to yeah. proclaim yeah. to anybody, yeah. and you know when they were running the um, uh, the Boston Brahmins were running all their opium ships over to China to participate in the opium trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That in those days it was just a letter, uh,
8: and they were. They were also considered letters of patent. Uh, and, um, so it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting history. Well, that 41
0: uh, date is very interesting with the passage of that law requiring them because that solidified mm-hmm. the Secretary of State and the presumption of law. Now, I would tell you, when I was in Argentina, one of my friends down there, um, had him on the air a couple of times, um, His father passed away, and he went back. He was from San Francisco. He went back to San Francisco and got his father's effects and brought him back. And in it, his dad was a diplomat, was the only green-covered passport I've ever seen. Okay? And it was from the 40s. And as I opened it up and read the front page, the language was virtually the same, I remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, they have They have for diplomats, they have a black passport that they use when they're on official missions, business. Mm -hmm. And because one of the guys that's retired State Department down here was telling me that one time he was on a trip to Mexico and he forgot his black passport and had to use the blue covered one and had a lot of problems because of it. So there is a black passport for diplomats. He was with USAID uh, for 20 something years.
8: Well, oh, that that just makes me really curious. What color is Hunter Biden's passport?
0: Uh, white. <laughs> white. His passport's white. White.
8: <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's a. It's actually a really yeah. interesting history. There's a lot of information here in the National Archives on passport applications, and you know this. This audience here might find it interesting to just do a general run-through on it.
0: That could bear some fruit because the uniqueness of the passport application, the more older I get, the more I understand it. And that's where they had to put that warning box in there. They had – and they set up non-citizen national, I believe, for probably that specific reason, one of them. Uh, to put that in the oath and try and confuse people, but they had to put the warning box in there to get to get that OMB number. And to my knowledge, it's the only government document out there in circulation where they had to put this information. There may be others I just don't know about, but to my knowledge, that's the yeah. only one. That's the importance of that document.
8: Well, they, under. Uh under part three of this uh, page, I'm reading here. It says types of passport applications. Uh, there is a regular, an emergency, a special, and an insular. Ooh. Oh, insular! is interesting? Ooh, ooh, uh, you know that those. This is what happens you, after you've been. Let me ask you digging down rabbi holes for right. for a couple of decades, and right. you start to recognize certain words that right. caused well, me to salivate like one of Pavlov's dogs. Right. It's you know,
0: funny I, when you get real aware of this stuff that boy, those words just jump out at you. You never saw them before. Oh yeah. Do you think that's an American yeah. Samoan passport, an insular passport? Well,
6: what website I'm is it, Daryl? Again,
8: please. Say again, Merka. What website is it?
6: what website was that
8: so i can look it oh, up oh it's uh it's the uh, national archives i'll i'll send you a i'll send you a link
0: well you can put the link in the chat uh, if you can uh, and, and so everybody can if you want well, send it to murka that's fine but
8: yeah it's, 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 it's easier okay to do it it's but, yeah. easier for me to well, send it to murka because yeah, she'll she's she's <laughs> she's more competent than i am i'm I'm just. I don't I know if I'm any chat. better at technology than you chat. are. Okay.
3: It's done. It's in chat.
8: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Do you think that that insular one is? Do you think insular is American Samoa and Swains Island?
8: Well, uh, you know it would it would have occurred during the insular cases, which is just a uh, just a fantastic conversation when there are, are new people around here who want to talk about new people things. If you want, if the new people want to hear about the insular cases, which are profoundly important, uh, you know, uh, you know, at the turn of the century, uh, uh, 1900. And, uh, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, Nastasha's all over this because she has that extremely critical eye. and, can pick out she she reads it she reads it with a nitpick comb, and she'll she might see something in here that you know connects some other dots, yeah
0: well, it seems to me as but, I look back at that certificate of non citizen nationality with the one sentence disclaimer there on the bottom and the paragraph above it. Is, uh, that keep, that comes back to my mind occasionally and of course it says for those you don't know, it says if you're in the Northern Mariana Islands and you turn 18, either six months before your 18th birthday or shortly thereafter, I don't think it gives a time frame, you can go in front of a judge and make this statement and you're a U.S. national. Evidently that was probably when Northern Mariana Islands were not yet an incorporated territory is my is my guess is my guess
8: let me i found the section where it says insular possessions passport applications it says in the late 19th and earliest earlier 20th centuries the united states then say united states of america says the united states exercised sovereign control over certain lands Referred to as insular possessions or territories. Yep. These residents apply to the Department of State for a passport on an insular passport application. Uh, the contraction is NARA. Has such applications from residents of Hawaii, the Philippines, and Puerto Rico. Um, it doesn't, doesn't allude to much more there.
0: That's but just speculation it's, it's on my point. I, 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 the only way that makes sense is if the Northern Mariana Islands were in the same capacity as American Samoa to me mm-hmm. at that time.
8: Well,
3: well, I think the dates are uh, important, Daryl. Yeah, I mean,
8: yeah, because
3: I know that Hawaii is. 1916 to 1924 Philippines 1901 to 1924 Puerto Rico 1915 to 1922 Well yeah I mean I uh, I, I don't know why those dates but I'm just saying it's it it it, it stopped after a certain point so
7: Uh
8: yeah i I know it's just it's just amazing that more the more answers i get the more questions i have of course and uh um the uh this there was language way up in that beginning there where i first started to read this about aliens aliens were eligible aliens what's an alien alien as a general rule only issued passports to u.s citizens you know, um, Well, yeah. you don't know
0: if they're using that in relation to the states or if they're using that in relation to foreign countries. But uh, I thought it was interesting that you said if they had shown their intent to naturalize. Yeah.
8: yeah state, it says right here, it says aliens, state, who, state citizens, aliens who had declared.
0: Right, state citizens wouldn't be naturalizing.
8: Yeah. Could have, yeah. Well, they, they also make some references to statutes at large, which would be a good – I know everybody has a copy of those statutes at of large course. right next to their, <laughs> to their uh, to farmer's their almanac. right? Uh, but it, uh, I grew up with one of those things, a farmer's almanac. It was seldom ever wrong. Uh, 34, so it does give the reference to the statutes at large, which would be the next logical place to – go look. snoop around in. i just love the smell of old musty papers
0: yeah you know well you can find out an awful lot of information looking back when you get accurate info to draw off of but uh yep. as it stands today and you know i had an example of this the other day A lady from new hampshire wrote me and uh, you know this that and the other and she hadn't got i don't, I don't think she'd gotten her green card back or something and i, I wrote her back because i'm on the portable so i can't type Quite as well. And um, told her, I said, well, the one way that you can be assured that your affidavit is in the possession of the secretary is when you fill out a passport form and order a card. And she had not done that and said, "Okay, well, I'll go do that. So for the audience that's listening, for you new, that's, you know, you can notify this notification in the naked affidavit of the secretary of state is something that's relatively new around here. Okay. And uh, because of the situation in California, and my thoughts as we're gaining steam a little bit with more people is I don't think they can see enough of these affidavits floating around up at the State Department, can they? No. Okay. So send them one no. of those. And then, but uh, if, if you can't afford $30, uh, first of all, I'm sorry for you, but everybody, if this is important to you, should scrap up $30 somewhere and get a passport card and get it in through the official avenue where they've got to recognize it and issue you an ID that's associated with your new status. So very important
8: for new new people. uh, the, The moral of the story that I would suggest to people today is the example of the conversation we're having right now is that I was listening, totally minding my own business, and then you people start talking about interesting things, and my curiosity got the best of me, and I just did a simple search.
0: Right.
8: A simple search and on my own without any prompting and i just asked the the search engine a a proper question and it it directed me to just more stuff and uh and uh that's that's kind of how you do it and if you do it long enough the the pixels start to come together Um, You get enough pixels in the picture.
0: um, Well, that's why we're here. You know, I mean, for the first 15 years, I knew from the start there was two statuses. That's covered very, very thoroughly in the slaughterhouse cases. Okay. And all the other cases, too, the old cases. But I, the reason I never could isolate it, and I go back to that Eleanor Roosevelt quote, is because they take these concepts and they relabel them, and our guys, not understanding oh. that and not understanding the concepts, chase the labels.
8: Yeah. Well, look, I I'm going to preface what I'm going to say by saying I, I'm not here to, to throw rocks. Uh, Having said that, <laughs> yesterday, I, I've i been staring at, at my BitChute subscriptions and uh, an interview with uh, AVR was on there with some guy, Anna Von Reitz. And I stared at it off and on going, do I really want to click on that? And I changed my mind. And I go, no, nah, I don't want to listen to that. Finally, I broke down, grabbed... Uh, my favorite uh, bottle of Irish whiskey grabbed four fingers of Tullamore Dew and said, okay, I'm going to sit here and try to listen to it. <laughs> and and I was okay for a while. And then I found I, I was into it for about half an hour and I go, oh, I'm confused. She had me confused. Yeah. If I had allowed her to confuse me, she would have had me confused. Uh, because uh, that says a lot, Daryl. I, I, I found myself going. I, I just, what I did is I, I, I took a, I took a couple of shots of Tullamore because I just wanted to relax. I wasn't trying to be critical because <laughs> you know I'm so pugnacious, and I said I'll just, I'll just sit here and just kind of just let it roll, and I go, okay, where am I at? I, uh, I just followed her, and I was lost.
0: Well, and you see, then the question comes up, how effective do you think her and all these assemblies are going to be in that situation? You've got to spread this to numbers of people, and the only way to do that is to make it as absolutely dirt simple as possible.
1: Well,
8: I I mean, I tell you, I I sort of felt, you know, I, uh, I sort of felt stupid. I go. Why can't I follow her? <laughs> ah, you know, and and I was I was doing it on purpose. I was trying to just let it take me where it was going to take me. And I go. I mean, I felt like uh, I felt like I was ten years ago old again, lost in the woods. Yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah. Tuesday my, night. That's the best. Boy, yeah.
0: t- Tuesday night, I tried to check into Rince to see if Mike McGill was on and he had his monthly show with David Duke and I was listening to just a little bit of it and Duke said, we're all born with God-given rights and right then is when I clicked it off because I had a listener who had a connection to Duke and tried to introduce him to my material and David Duke's comment was that's a bunch of crap
8: yeah well I, uh, that's, that's a whole other conversation. I I I have some of my own opinions about Mr. Duke and, uh, they're not, and I've bought his books. I have his books by the way. Right. So, uh, I read what these people write and, um, I I find that, uh, you're not going to go anywhere. What they would do. No, no, you're not. You're, you're, you're not going to no. progress. And, and see, you're, you're,
0: where's the big problem there? Where's the disconnect? Somebody approaching this, thinking like they think, and not looking at the other side and realize who we're fighting and that they don't think like us and do things like we do them. There's the big disconnect right there. You've got, and I mean, hell, this is only two thousand years old. With Sun Tzu, you gotta know your enemy.
8: yeah, well, I uh, I used to uh, when I was teaching primary flight instruction to student pilots, the students, the newbies, they didn't even have a license yet. they were they were my little chicklings under my wings. and uh, you know they were at an airport and there was airports have a lot of pilots. And every once in a while, I would catch one of my, my duckling students talking to another pilot. And, you know, I would just sort of cock my ear. And then later I would say, you know, uh, little duckling, there's a, there's a lot of ducks out here that have opinions. Do you really want to bet your life on it? and I, I I'm here I said why don't you talk to those people after you get your license yeah yeah <laughs> why don't why don't you why don't you why don't you follow my program here we have a we have a syllabus you know I'm I'm here for you and uh, I have a 100% track record of safety Uh. And so, you know, I was trying to be kind about it, but, you know, everybody has opinions. It's up to you to decide which ones you're going to listen to. Very true. And, uh, you, know, example, and uh, you know, and, you know, the thing of it is, is that, I, you know, I would say, you know, after they got their license or after you get your, your feet under you, uh, you get your wings uh, listen, listen to other people, and then you can you have a position from where you can be critical. You're not you're not naive, gullible, incredulous, and, um, <clears throat> and you can ask you can ask proper questions. You don't take the first thing that's offered to you, and uh, because if you've been around here a while and you listen, you will hear us even uh have discord with each other <laughs> we we don't we don't all just you know sing kumbaya uh and uh but anyway uh I couldn't finish listening to AVR. I said, well, okay, I tried.
0: I, You know, I've tried and, to do that a couple of times. And listen, people are always sending me. Somebody sent me one this morning from the Missouri Assembly. I just, I'm just, i not going to waste my time doing that. There's no benefit to me I to watch what they're doing. And all it does is get me though. frustrated, yeah. more frustrated, and it gets me pissed off, you quite know. frankly.
8: No, I've never say it ain't so. I've never seen that, Roger. You get you get frustrated and mad. That's never happened. Uh, I do have to well, maybe a couple of times. I do have, I I I, I do have to commend Anna, Anna though, because almost every time I've ever seen her before. Now this is going to sound shallow. She she was she was in in her blue jeans and and uh and a flannel shirt. And this time she was actually presentable. (laughs) She, you know, and, uh.
0: Well, as uh, I said, as we started this conversation a while back, I'd like to think that everybody's intentions are honorable and noble, but that money thing is one of the prime reasons I don't charge y'all for this is because I didn't want anybody... First of all, I don't need your money, okay? But secondly, I didn't want anybody using that accusatorily against me for what I'm doing. So that just takes that little deal right out from under them. And those people can't imagine somebody doing something for free like this.
8: Well, what what does money imply, Roger? It implies contract. Yeah. So anyway. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's it's uh, it's unspoken, but it's still there. So, uh, well,
0: so I get that. That uh, allows me to switch my position and go. Here it is for free. It's your freedom. If it resonates with you, follow up on it. See if it fits you, and if not, go on about your way. We'll pray for you.
8: Yeah.
6: You just feel better when you do learn the factual and accurate data. Well, you're, you just you're feel better. In, you're
0: empowered. You, you, you're
6: empowered. Yeah, you get empowered, yep. Then you know what what you're looking for. If you see something that's not right, then you'll know. you'll it, you'll, you'll see it. Yep. But if you're mixing it up, then you're just going to be confused.
0: Yep. And we get, occasionally we get a refugee from one of those two camps that comes over here and as you've heard me say, the first thing is unlearn everything they've taught you. Well, let's fill that vessel up with some correct information. So that's what we try and do. The best of our abilities around here. Main thing is
6: we're living lawful, not legal.
0: Yeah. Murdered. Oh, no, there's Wahib.
3: And I just wanna say I, I just wanna say I, I don't know of Anna von Wright's charging money like David Strait. Okay. So I just want to state that.
0: Well so. I I d I don't know either, Nastasha. So Well uh,
6: I just was asking for birth certificates. So what does that mean?
0: Yeah, What do know. you do you know what the deal is with the power of attorney over your birth certificate with her little game here, Anna? Uh Nastasha.
3: I don't know about the power of attorney. Um that aspect, I do okay. know that they have a, they have a, um, they have a data system that they've put in place, and so the documentations for, um, you know, are placed into their internal data system. That's, you know, I haven't been involved, you know, with their meetings for a while. I have friends, you know, that are part of Von Rights' group. And, Mm -hmm. and so, um, but I, I, I just really think that sometimes, um, you know, I've, I've had my, I have my own questions and my own issues. And so I don't want to state them on the air, but, um, So I've never, you know, went further with it, but um, I'm in communication. And so there's a lot of serious people that have a lot of good information and, and um, with some of the different groups within the assembly. So anyway, I just, um, I'm not aware of where they charge for money. I do know that there's a data system to where when they complete their paperwork, you know, they have the choice to put it into that system or not put it into that system.
6: Yeah. And Sketch has so, something to share well,
3: too. Well,
0: I, I would like to think that they're being effective and I just don't know if they are. Okay. And because so, they yeah. R-
6: so
3: I, I just, I just want to, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like defending. I just don't like when certain information is Put out there, like Merca. Go and find out. You know, I mean, you you have the background information. Go and yep. look look into it. Versus, you know, join some of their meetings. So I know, I know that I've seen where you know on some of the we've Telegram researched
6: meetings. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to dig so
3: anymore. I, okay, so hmm. I'm just saying I don't know where they charge money, you know- like David Strait does. Well, so um, there's some students
6: that Nastasha just to clear things up. There are some students that have shared information with me and showed me where there's there's charging. And it, it's okay that you don't know, but I do because oh, the students know. have shared with me. So oh, um, Sketch has know. something to share.
0: To was, I, think, well, I, I think why well, okay, You
6: know, and there's
3: different groups doing different things yeah, within well, I the just, assembly. My hope and pray, my prayers,
0: back back. Nastasha and group are that whatever they're doing is effective. And I question that. Uh, so I don't know. Wahib had something to say and sketch. Wahib, are you in the bathroom? You in the bathroom?
7: No, no, no. I wanted to tell Mirka that Merka, when you see, when I send you those little things, like what I sent you, the two last things I sent you, that doesn't mean that I agree with those things. I was just running those past you. I was like saying, what do you think of, this? Sounds something similar to, uh, Roger Sales, that doesn't right. mean I agree. Those two last things I sent you, I just okay. want you to. Okay. I'll look at that it. I was confused okay. about, but I was just running them past you. And another word saying, what do you think of this? What's your What's your take on this? That's okay. what I meant by sending
4: right. you the two okay. things
7: I sent you last week.
1: Okay. Okay,
6: I'll look at it. I'll look at it, Waheed. Sketch um, has something. Sketch?
1: Yeah.
5: yeah, I just want. I, Wanted to say that uh, I think Anna also has have have you she has you register your property and she changes the meets and bounds uh, to a earlier earlier designation on the meets and bounds of your property. That's all I wanted to say.
0: And but see, I, I don't think that Anna realizes that you're the property.
5: I have a problem with registering my property with something that I don't know anything about so well, I, I don't, I don't I'm blame not you. involved there. I just wanted to throw that what? out. It's not Thank only you, sketch.
0: As Glenn, as it's Glenn not- said sketch, everybody's got pieces of the puzzle. But nobody right. understands yep. it's the feudal system. And if you don't know that, you're never going to do anything but shadow box with it, and I do agree with that. When you do know that, all the answers are laid out in front of you.
5: Yep, and uh, it's up to us to uh, use discernment and uh, take what we can and use it to our benefit. And I appreciate you, and I yield.
0: Well, thank you, Sketch, and I appreciate, as you know, as I tell you all often, I appreciate each and every one of you because what you don't know is what I've gone through to connect with you. So believe me, I appreciate all of you. Yes, Dave.
9: Thank you. A couple things. Back to the Social Security. I have a a friend that just applied at 62, and they told her that um, they average out your 35 years in Social Security, how much you've made over that time, not the last five years.
0: No, but I... we
9: question that
0: well i i've been told that the last number of quarters of your contribution is what they determine your payment on so not important really it's just what i've been told and i think that's true dave because i was teaching the last few years and not teaching very much and wasn't making very much money and i think that affected my what i get every month but that's neither here nor there really so okay. I'm just
9: saying what Social Security told this gal,
0: Okay. Well, you know,
9: they average out 35 years. Okay. Well, and now we're... back to Anna, um, I've been on calls with Anna, um, you know, over the years, you know, live calls, conference calls. And Anna, you know, says the Pope, this Jesuit Pope is our savior, and the U.N. will be here to save America when the proverbial... Uh, excrement hits the oscillating device.
0: Well, if you um, think that's solid... Uh, I, if you think that's...
9: World Bank. She was a bar card attorney for the World Bank and the Vatican.
0: Well, if that's somebody you want to follow, folks, you just trot on down that trail. Okay? <laughs> exactly. I yield. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of years. I appreciate you, Roger. Okay, well, I appreciate all y'all, and I understand that this is unique information. It's a unique situation. I have no idea why God tapped me to do this, but I got—I had to come to the realization at some point that it was me, or it wasn't going to get done. And I knew how important this information was, even though I didn't really understand it totally. And here we are. So uh, it goes back to John saying, really, the only way I can protect my liberty is to help you protect yours. And mine's got a lot of protection now. It didn't used to have. Ditto. So we touch people uh, a as uh, question for the river, wa- All right. Well, hold on. We're about to pop off of the server here and we'll get to your sure. question. So just hold on. Two shakes of a lamb's tail. And we ought to be there. So we'll see you tomorrow. We're not going to have Brent for the audience. He's uh, got clients and a big deal going on. So we will have a rare Friday without Brent Winners, And we'll take full advantage of it if we can. And we shall see you then. Ciao, ciao.